was something to rant about. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the General Rant. We are starting now, aren't we? Here's yes. set and going. Sweet. Welcome to another episode of the General Rant. Uh, I'm, I'm Nathan. I'm Callum. How are you? Are you good, Callum? Fine. Good. Good. I'm good too. That's fine. How are you? Sorry. It's okay. I'm fine. Uh, I, I, well, I was fine until this uh, very rude introduction. Uh, I thought, you know, we'd play off each other like normal, but apparently not. Our relationship is faltering in these trying times. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> are you all good, though? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I've had a very, uh, very nice few days in the sun. Mm. Uh, very brown, I, may I just say. I am brown. You are looking very brown. I know, it's weird today because it's quite... Um, it's quite pleasant, but mm. it's not too sunny. It's jacket weather, hence why I'm wearing a jacket. I'm not really sure it's jacket weather. I think it's very much t-shirt weather still. I think you've oh. a fool would wear a jacket. <laughs> oh well, why would you wear a jacket? Well, I just, I just, I, I well, I, I like wearing jackets sometimes, and in days where it's not mega hot, it's only like five degrees. It's oh, fine. God, man. Have you seen this thing about the fact that lots of people are ditching deodorant because because <laughs> we're in quarantine? That's disgusting. But it's I true think. though. If you not when I've been a few times when I've been to shops and I've like you know when we went as the last week mm. and this guy walked past me and it was like his odor melt melted that, my face. Yeah, and you came outside and looked like you've been chopping onions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, armpit that smells like an onion. Um, See, fair, I, I, I won't lie. There has been like a couple of days where I've just forgot to put it on. But at the same time, like... Yeah, but I mean, you keep yours where most people keep their deodorant on the kitchen table because why on earth would you put it in your bedroom or the bathroom? Well, because it's normally... It's just something that I've always done. Something I've always done because then I won't forget it for when I go to work. But obviously, because I'm working at home, it's just something that I've just kept doing. So I've just... I always kept it on the kitchen table because I would just... Go downstairs in the morning, squirt, squirt, in the bag, go. But why wouldn't you just put it in the bathroom? So as soon as you're out of the shower, you dry your armpits, deodorant, no, and then you're fresh straight away. No, because because it's just my routine, okay? It's just my oh. routine. I have a routine, I have a thing. It's okay. It's okay. Hate is going to hate on a beefcake. That's what I'm saying. Beefcake <laughs> is, a, is a kind word to choose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um... Sorry, that just yeah yeah. There's been a big thing about it. People like people aren't washing their hair and stuff. I don't have as much. If you want to go about a greasy hair, that doesn't it doesn't yeah. really smell. Like what does stink is is bo. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and wa- wa- wash your wash your all your your all your all your parts of the body that will start to smell after a while. All of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. I think that's it, it, hygiene's a key key element to fighting this disease. It, well, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> If it if it, if you had some kind of you know, you know vulnerable patch in your armpits, the fact that you're not spraying your armpits is probably hampering yeah. your survival. Yeah. Um, I'm getting bored now though, and we're mm. in week six. Week six. That's not fun, is it? No, we're not even halfway through either. Like that. That's what's uh, begun to sink in for me. Mm. Is um. There's a lot more of this to go. Yeah. Um, I think it's doing the same thing every day is quite boring, you know, like with, with no different scenery, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah, maybe you should start working in the bathroom. <laughs> or, or maybe every you should start... Every day you started a different place. Well, I don't place. know, you could work in Jack's room if you wanted, or... I've just got to connect to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but you could get a really long cable. I could do that, actually. I'm talking, like, see if we can get, like, a 20-metre-long cable, mm. and then you can sit wherever the hell you want. That's very true, I could do you that. You could sit outside. <laughs> I could sit outside, take calls outside. Yeah. You know? I could do that. Uh, but, yeah, so it's a different scenery. Or just buy bulk buy like a bunch of different posters and then each day just put a different one up like in yeah. the simpsons I mean, when he I puts think the alaska photo over the the, over windshield. the windshield yeah i think the real key is just um trying to find things anything to do mm. no matter what it is you know if there's time to lean there's time to clean mm. and you know yes that's what i always say yes I've always said it since about so, yeah. two years old. I, I, you have it first words that came out of my yeah. yeah. I've got lean and clean on my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone messes I, me around, yeah. I can just give them a swift one oh, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left hook, right hook, with a bit of hand sanitizer on the top. Well, sometimes as well, if I want to, really if it's a really aggressive message at work, I'll be like, "Looks a bit like you're." And then I'll just put up my lean <laughs> thing. And then I'm like, maybe you should start. And then I get a bit closer to their face. Uh, and clean, then with the clean yeah, thing. And then yeah, they're yeah. like, if they don't understand that point. So fucking knuckle sandwich time. Yeah. A lean, clean knuckle sandwich. That my yeah. dad taught me. You're going to learn how to be goddamn clean when a nurse has to wipe your ass because I've broken every <laughs> bone in your body. Okay? <laughs> um, so something that me and Nathan have done this week, though, is... Um, uh, links a bit to the topic is we watched. Well, I think it might be the worst film that's ever been made. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were looking just for like a comedy film to watch because you know it's it's hard being um, serious all the time. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I don't feel like now's the time for serious films. And um, we found this fear called fear. Fear it is a fear of mine to watch it again. Yeah. It's a film called Beer Fest. Yeah. Do you wanna? Do you wanna just? Try and sum up the story in like one or two sentences. Um, lightweight Americans can't drink German beer. Okay. Um, I would say brash and unapologetic, poor humoured American film about the ideas of Europe. Yeah. That are very Actually, just, it's just It's just one word. It's quite stereotypical yeah yeah like okay. in all senses even the american side of it because they were like yo bro 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 let's shotgun these bears man and then they like smash them on the head and they're like, right <laughs> and then you've got the germans and then they're just like american oh, yeah. actors they're american yeah. actors just going oh yeah we know how to cook the beer your great-grandfather know what to do She's your grandma's not, a whore yeah your grandma's a whore and then you've got like there was like this scene like in the first like so the whole point of the film was that they go to Germany to do I mean, We say it's terrible. There's bits that <laughs> make me laugh. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. just also found too much of it cringy. To but really they, there's like, the whole plot line is that they go to Germany to spread their granddad's ashes. But they go to Germany within the first six minutes of the film. Like, there's no, like, any kind of thing. But then there's, like, a... Then there's two hours. Two hours, nearly, of all this other story, which is so just shit. And, um... Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what. If you want to watch it uh pause here yeah watch this film and then come back to this this yeah. podcast like start here but just to, to spoil it straight away they they go to um they yeah they go to spread their grandpa's ashes um they end up uh getting 
into a weird shanty fight with these British sailors. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he's taking the mic. Yeah, right, mate. Yeah. Like <laughs> and they're and like then, so bad. And then there's these like Australians. They start saying like the British people start using Australia. They get yeah, so they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, I think like, they got confused because Americans don't really understand the difference between Australians and British. And there was this one scene where the British sailor was like, was like, oh crikey, Struth. Yeah. And we were like, what are they meant to be? British, Australian? And then yeah. there was that um, the geysery guy mm. with the with the Union Union Jack um, top on, where he had like the Union Jack on it. Do you remember him? And he was like, "Oh no, mate!" It's <laughs> <laughs> also unapolog- unapologetically like a bit of a titty film. Yeah, there uh, is a they, lot of titty. They really stretch it with the rating. To be fair, two thousand six was was uh, was a very very weird time. Very weird time. And like, when you look at back at the music that came out then as well, I'm just like, and the fashion choices as well. The spiky hair, like where everyone had like individual spikes. I was watching Mr. Sunday movie that they were talking about, um, um, the, the old Scooby-Doo film where everyone just had this weird spiky oh hair. Yeah. And it's true, yeah, they did. And flared jeans, uh, flared jeans and belly tops. Yeah. Um, For both males and females, I, there was not really much di- 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 difference between them. No, it was very free really. time. It was um, very free time. So anyway, yeah, this beer fest, beer fest film's bad. Now, to give a bit of contrast to the viewers, I thought I'd uh, get open some reviews. Mm. Okay, so uh, the worst review was by the Austin Chronicle. And ah. they did not take lightly to this film. Did they not like it? Were they not? No. Oh. They, uh, they gave it one star out of five. Um, I'd have given it a one and a half because there was bits that did make me laugh. Okay, okay. So it says, "Remember drinking games? You really you laughed really hard, made some new friends, got incredibly wasted. Maybe you were a little loud, a little vulgar. Maybe you even made a complete ass of yourself. You wake up the next day, you're dehydrated, sore all over. There's a funky taste in your mouth, and in general, you feel overwhelmed and confused. Remember that feeling?" That's pretty much the experience of watching Beer Fest. (laughs) 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 Though the filmmakers intend to elicit the wild fun of a night out, the experience is unfortunately much more akin to the hangover. You may not completely regret the night before, but you'd probably probably be better off without it. So these guys, I didn't really realise this, they were from the the Broken Lizard comedy troupe. I don't even know who Uh, that is. No, I haven't. It was a pretty Broken Lizard that's so bad, sorry. The plot of Beer Fest is tailored to provide ample opportunity for broken lizard shtick, vulgar gags, and a handful of surreal chuckles. When American brothers Todd and Jan Wolfhouse are sent to Germany on a mission to scatter their grandfather's ashes, they discover the existence of Beer Fest, a super-secret world-class competition of beer drinking. Furthermore, they meet their German cousins, the Von Wolfhausens, who greet <laughs> the brothers with rabid bitterness... Proceeding to drink them under the table, humiliated the brothers vowed to return in a year to defend their family honour. The result is an excuse to spend the entire movie finding new and better ways to drink as much as possible. Cue outrageous antics, gathering together their team, aka the rest of Broken Lizard. They crash house parties, drink Ram's pee and make their own beer. Ultimately the team returns to beer fest and more calamities, more calamities ensue. The former amazing Liefman is uh, unfortunately relegated to creaky old woman as the brother's great-grandmother. <laughs> but a few laughs can be found with silly accents and lederhosen with the von Wolfhausens. True. Director Chandreska, who's the, he's the Indian yeah, guy. The Indian he's dude. the only funny one in it. He was quite good. I find his gags really, like some of them were... were he had a like, vision and he... he, he, he I he, think because yeah, he directed it, yeah. I think he gave himself all the funniest bits. Yeah. Maybe to save himself. Uh, 
So the uh, the director has an oddly endearing screen presence and is easily the most likable character of the group, but the vulgarity yeah. is so over the top and the decent jokes too far and few between. When the movie ended, I needed a drink and not for reasons that the movie intended. So that was the that was the worst review I found of it, mm. and the best one wasn't really much better. <coughs> it was just <laughs> the Seattle Post uh, said the guys of Broken Lizard comedy troupe, the Super Troopers fame. This just must be an American thing. Oh, what the film Super Troopers? Did yeah. they do that? Yeah, I, I'm did they? Sure. Oh, I I haven't. I I didn't. I neither subtle nor especially ingenious. But in the age of gross out gags and high concept gimmicks. They grouped themselves together in a raucous, rude style of 70s film comedy with shameless glee. I, I, I kind of get that. And mm. maybe at the time, this would have been... Uh, maybe, I feel like it's a bit like American Pie. Yeah, because this was around that time. I was going to say like, it was about... Like, hilarious, like, kind of gags about... Which is a film that I've, like, we, we were speaking about the other day that just hasn't aged well. And it's not funny anymore. It's just... It's I just honestly never found it... I think it's like... Borat, right? Mm. You find Borat funny as a kid because it seems a bit outrageous. Yeah, and when you get a bit older, not. I've never. I think uh, last time I watched it, I would have been about sixteen or seventeen, and I have not watched it since then because mm. I just don't find it. It's nothing to go back to. You know what mm. I mean? It's like, eh, he's nice. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I think the, the worst part of that 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 BFS film for me was so. Spoilers, we've already spoiled it anyway, but one of the characters drowns in a vat of beer, right? And because... And it's called Dump Truck. It, no. No, Landfill. Landfill, right, right. And Landfill goes in and gets, like, there's this, like, fat lady that just keeps, like... It's, like it's, it's like that black lady yeah. who's, like, working for the Germans and getting yeah. their secret beer And recipe. she, like, kicks him into this vat of beer and then he, like, drowns. He tries to drink it. Yeah, he tries to <laughs> chug it, which is, like, his whole, like... His whole MO for the whole thing is that he wants to be the, he, Yeah, he, he, wants he to chug everything, yeah, in yeah. his mouth. And, and then he tries to chug it, drowns, they come and find him. The next scene is his funeral. The what the, the scene after that, right? In the his, wake. Is in it the wake, right? And they just get the same actor to come back in as as his brother from like Texas or something. And then he's Isn't just he like, called, like Dex or something. Some weird yeah. shit like that. But then they just go, Oh, he's like, he's like, well, you can just call me Landfill. And then they're like, okay, Landfill. And then it's just, and then instead of playing like a Texan, the rest of the film, he just plays Landfill again, which makes the entire death of Landfill <laughs> completely and utterly stupid. I, I kind of found it funny, Tom. It's like they're parodying how dumb some films bring back people. I think, I think that was the intention, I but I don't, don't want to give them any was. credit. I don't think it was. I just think it's lazy, shitty writing. It was terrible. It was not good. There were some really good bits in it, like the titty bit. Not because there were titties in it, but because like it was just so it I didn't funny. expect it. <laughs> like funny. it was just it was just so weird. So like that scene from Airplane. Have you ever seen Airplane? Where it's just like absolute chaos on the plane, and there's some tits just bounce across the screen, and you're not expecting it, so it's funny. Um, no, but um, with with that talk on yes. the beer fest, what do you think the topics about this week? It's very uh, easy. I uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it about? Beer. Well, kind of. It's about a famous beer festival. Oh, it's about Oktoberfest. It is. Ah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is only me. I should have. Because I just thought, well, we've watched this film and. Oh, this is a nice little topic. And we've also drank a lot of beers because we, we have men who mm. like beers. And if you want to go one extra man up, I drank half a bottle of whiskey the other day and passed out at 9 30 in, in the evening. It was not pleasant at all. A bit earlier than that, I think. No, it was nine thirty. I remember. I, I don't uh, remember. You remember it, that? But bit. I, 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 I was told it was nine thirty. Yeah, um, a special time. Yeah. Um, 
So, so yeah, Oktoberfest. What do you know about Oktoberfest? Um, Oktoberfest cocaine. Okay. It's a thing that's apparently there. I haven't never been to Oktoberfest, but apparently there, there's all this like weird shit you can snort, but it's not real cocaine. Super weird. Uh, I also know that uh, it's about uh, a bit about beer. You drink a lot of beer. You can eat some sh- schnitzels, maybe. Probably yeah, not. Yeah. Um, there's. It's just a big German. Bratwurst. Yeah, you can you can eat loads of. You just a really cool festival in Germany that a lot of people go to every year to go get drunk. Well, uh, with that, I'm gonna get on with the history of it. Yeah, so please do. <laughs> this thing started a long time ago. Cast yourself Galaxy back. Far, Cast yourself though. back to 1810. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I'll, uh, just before we. Uh, crack into it this uh, a lot of this information is from the website all that's interesting which is amazing because it has all things just interesting yeah pretty much uh did you know um chinese penguin is uh, uh is just tall goose <laughs> ah. that out today or like tall duck or something anyway. hey, i don't think penguins are that tall but hey ho maybe they are wow. um, they're penguins in china okay so to start off before he became king of germany crown prince ludwig Known, known for, but I'm going to apologise now for the way I butcher the majority of these names. <laughs> okay. Known for both his, uh, his great work. <laughs> I do. Known for both his great work ethic and his epic and his prolific output of bad poetry, he married Princess Therese of the Saxe. Hildenberghausen. Ah, the Saxons. Yeah, no, ah, not no. there. <laughs> the occasion fell on October 12, 1810, and the citizens of Munich were invited to celebrate the newlyweds in front of the city gates. The field where Munich citizens gathered was named Treasers Meadow in in English, or Tavisenbeis in German. Tavisenbeis, I like that. On that day, that. in honour of the crown princess, the expansive Four and a half million square foot space bears her name to this day. So basically, this started out with a kind of a big royal wedding, mm. a hoedown with a throwdown, if you will. <laughs> good, good Hannah Montana reference there. So effectively, uh, they held big celebrations mm. there. You know, they were like, "Yeah, let's all mm. get, you know, let's all get into this thing, man." And this is at a time when uh, there's a lot of trouble in. Europe and Germany, so it's actually quite a miracle that this happened at all. So basically, a year afterwards, they held a huge celebration of their wedding anniversary. Ah. The big one, the big one. Yeah, not not the one o, not the one o o. In case you have live and get married at an incredibly young age, uh, but yes, just the big one. So <laughs> yeah, they had like a big horse racing festival. Right? Ah, forty thousand people there. That's a lot of people at a horse race. Yeah, for the ISIS. and uh, they celebrated with lots of beer and wine and this became the kind of basically the blueprint for it you know they had like lots of breweries and stuff were serving beer there and stuff like that and whatever Mm. but it um, basically got a bit cut short after this so well quickly just to ask you before that like Mm. now you know that the German royal family who as far as I know don't I don't think they exist anymore. Well, te- technically not. They don't. Because they're all... Uh, no. But technically, aren't our royals part German after Victoria? Because Victoria married a German, didn't she? Yes. Prince but... Al- uh, Prince Albert? Prince Albert, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why you get the piercing on your knob. Okay. And 
Well, presumably because of the crown jewels gag. Yeah, yeah, right. but Prince out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, what have they really done for us? The German monarchy have brought them joy and a huge festival, a huge racehorse. What have, what have our ones given us? Well, well, our queen. Yeah, what's she given us? What drinking festival has she given us? Uh, like a nice glass of port at six o'clock on a Sunday. That's not a tradition, <laughs> though. <laughs> I, when I read this, I was like, wow, they've really been yeah. doing things. Yeah, yeah, I mean... And, you know, the French ramped up the pressure with their monarchy. They beheaded them, and maybe the Germans would have done the same if they didn't, you know, stop pulling the... We burnt, burnt a lot of hours, uh, like burnt a lot of people. That's kind of... Um, yeah, but, I mean, they're still going today. I mean, I'm like, what's the Queen done recently that's any good? No drinking festivals. If she brings out uh, <laughs> after this coronavirus, yeah, if she brings out a big old a big beer tent <laughs> over Buckingham Palace, you get like you get like corgi mugs, <laughs> like I'm really corgi worried steins. That we're gonna put this out. We're gonna get a knock at the door. It's gonna be MI5. It's <laughs> gonna be like what? You're insulting the Queen. No, but she hasn't actually treason. done anything. Like, do you know the Queen can get away with murder? Well, yeah, she's the Queen. Yeah, but she can be. She, can pardon herself effectively from any crime. So the Queen could actually shoot me with a musket, <laughs> <laughs> kill me, and then do it on live TV. And the worst thing that would happen is probably people would probably be like, you know, why'd you do that, Queenie? I'm not going to buy a replica 60th anniversary plate now. That's true. Um, no, uh, to be fair, the, the rules... Uh, I'm, 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 I I'm committing treason here. I don't like them very much. No. I, my, my grandma was a royalist. She loved the royalist, so I kind of like them, you know. Uh, yeah, it's quite nice. Anyway. Gold. Uh, the, uh, I would say that the Queen would do a better job if she did give us some kind of wham festival every year. Yeah, not but, just a, not a jubilee or a, a <laughs> wedding. I want, you know, like yeah. a good holiday yeah. every year when, you know, there's big festivities yeah yeah i think it'd be good for and a lot of, a lot of people i feel like are losing their na- uh, nationalism <laughs> is that uh, the word no. uh, nation's pride would you say where it's like oh like, you know gonna be in english sometimes suck but then it would bring heritage heritage yeah <laughs> that's the word not nationalism <laughs> that's they're losing a- their nationality <laughs> they're just not what they were born as anyway <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they're, they're they're British British heritage. A lot of cultures have a really good one, like good heritage. We don't. We're pretty terrible. George and the Dragon, oh, big whoop. Yeah. Very true. Look at like China. They've got like all them cool, cool heritage shit. I mean, they've got cooler dragons than we have. They've got Ming dynasties and Yeah, they've got stuff. dynasties. We don't have dynasties. We've got dynasties. Oh. We've just got... We oh. had an empire yeah. once and then we gave it away. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> 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 Not what happened at all. You're making it sound like a bad thing that ended as well. I'd like to say here, I am, I was, I'm all for the empire ending. I don't think it's a good thing. Okay. Sorry, well, right. Let's go. Carry on anyway. <laughs> Bavaria's participation in the Napoleonic War forced the state to cancel Oktoberfest <laughs> in 1813. So it only had three years at the very start. That's a sh- that's shit. Down with the monarchy. No, it's all because of Napoleon. Oh, Napoleon. You know, his balls are in a jar. Yeah, um, Yeah. anyway, however, subsequent years attracted more and more visitors. With new events such as tree climbing and bowling. (laughs) They were really, they were really, they knew how to catch the eye. They were to be honest, these Germans. In 1816, carnival booths entered the picture. So, you know, they're beginning to make this a big 
bloody party, basically. They want this to be fun. And by 1918, the city of Munich assumed the responsibility for organising Oktoberfest and ensured that it would always be an annual event, though the exact date of the festivals did vary mm. because, for example, they held it in September. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, not October. <laughs> no! Yeah. Uh, but they just did it because it has warmer and warmer days with mm. more daylight. So, what was it called at the beginning? Was it called Oktoberfest? Uh, no, from yeah, the I think it, it, I think because it originally it had this kind of like royal oh, yeah. day. I think it was something <coughs> like that. So, oh, fair. It wasn't always known as that. And we'll go through some of the different names it's had because my oh my, it's had some quite dark ones. Oh, so uh, while eighteen ten uh, costume parade of honor to Ludwig and Theresa is, is is like remained an annual event with mm. them. So that's been a thing, though. But it hasn't been since 1810. It's been since 1850. So somewhere along the line, they were like, should we dress up to celebrate it? And they were just like, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I suppose. So. Um, but the horse races have fallen out of favour. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they haven't been done since 1960. 1960? So, so they did go on for a long yeah, time. A, although like because of the... Well, I'll go through it sort of at the end, but there's been a lot of shit going on in Germany in the past few <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. So this, it's be been fair. quite a few years off. I can think um, of a few years where it just didn't happen, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> in 1854, tragedy struck when a cholera epidemic killed 3,000 residents, causing the event to be cancelled. Jesus. Continual conflicts from the Austro-Prussian War and the Franco-Prussian War in 1866 and 1870, respectively, caused additional cancellations. So... Bit like a lot of these festivals with coronavirus. Yeah. Is bloody, this isn't happening. This isn't yeah, happening. Well, World war with the Prussians. Two hundred years. I hope someone does a podcast where they talk about the uh, uh, like Reading Festival being cancelled, or like Leeds Fest. <laughs> I'm celebrating them being cancelled because they're awful. So. <laughs> anyway, um, <sighs> yeah. So despite the many ongoing crises, Oktoberfest continued to evolve into the signature celebration that we know today. So they didn't let these wars get them down mm. they had some spirit yeah maybe spirit that went the wrong way uh, with some of the other <laughs> <wars they laughs> <in. laughs> by 1880 more than 400 booths at Oktoberfest were illuminated by electric lights so they re- this is a big jazzy event you've mm. got 400 booths and then basically with the the way that it, it was evolving these booths were turning into halls like and tents you know mm. it was like getting into a, a bloody big deal okay so, we then move on to what, you know, came in in food form, and that was Bradfurst! Uh, yeah, yeah! <laughs> so, 1880 also uh, was the year when Bradfurst uh, became one of the main dishes mm. at the event, and mm. we saw a lot of that in Beer Fest. They, they loved the... the the, what was it called? The Schnitzelhausers? Or the Schnitzelhausers. Yeah. I don't, um, I, I've never had one before. You've never had a bratwurst? No. Mate, I mean, I don't eat meat anymore, but, well, occasionally. <laughs> I, look, I'm in quarantine. I'll eat what I want. If I'm hungry and I see a bit of ham on the floor, I'll eat it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mate, a bratwurst is so good with, like, the like mustard or, is like, it the, the, the big, like, big sausage. Sh- like in a baguette kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, actually, it's always happened when I went to Cambridge. Don't there was, know why. No, that's a lie, because I have had one. There was, there was a, that stall that was set up at Christmas, like, the other year. The Christmas markets always have a bratwurst. Uh, yeah, in Milton Keynes, and there was one, and I, I had one. And it was very nice, actually, so I do know what you're talking about. So, yeah, carry on, though, Callum. Um, so, yeah, and this was also the year. Uh, in, in, sorry, well, I mean, sorry, excuse me. In 1982, though, mm. 
was the first year that um, the actual glass mugs were used. But before then, I presume it had been in, in either wooden cups or in in sort of like the you know like traditional. Yes. Like the Vikings. Yeah. I was thinking that, or just obviously in the more standard tankard, like the, the metal yeah, tankard. Yeah, yeah. like the, the wooden one with like the metal around the outside. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I think they're pretty cool though. They're not very hygienic. Not no, very cool. Very hard to clean, and you get a lot of splinters. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I was just <laughs> sipping my beer. Yeah, Ooh. imagine that. You're just sipping your beer, and it splinters out. Do you know what I mean? It'd be horrible, horrible. Yes. So we move on. Um, I'd like this is a brief history of Oktoberfest because if I was doing a long history, we could be here for. I mean, it's been going on for a very we, long. We would time. be here for the next two hundred years. We <laughs> going into very deep details about it. <laughs> so uh, once nineteen ten locked around, we've reached the one hundredth mm. Oktoberfest. Although it wasn't really the one hundredth one because several have been missed, but it was the one <laughs> hundredth anniversary of, of the date. Of the date, yeah. And this was marked by one hundred and twenty thousand liters of beer being consumed ah, I could do that in a day that's a lot of beer that is a lot of beer that's a lot of beer when you think about a litre jug you know that's that 120,000 of those our kettle downstairs yeah that's which you didn't realise had a litre measurement <laughs> on the side you just thought it no, was like, little like fancy you, markings I... <laughs> so for the record Nathan the other day I had like some instant noodles or something <laughs> and you know it's like oh, 300 ml of water so you now I just poured it in there sort of freehand because obviously as most of us know the side of a kettle has measurements on it and it's got you know like our one has like 600 mil which is a bit of a weird one then it has got like one liter 1.6 and then 1.9 or something don't know why i can remember that because <laughs> i've looked at it so much because i know what it is right and then nathan's like how do you do that how do you know how much that is and i was like oh you really see that little thing on the side i was like that's um that's the that tells you how much water there is and if you do sort of half of 0 0.6 you get you know 300 milliliters <laughs> And uh, and then I discovered that you've been you've been pouring the hot water, <laughs> which is already in a kind of measuring beaker, into another into a jug yeah. to then pour in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And amazed is all I can say <laughs> at how you hadn't noticed what was on the side of. Um... Yeah, I just, I just, I just never, I never clocked on because I always thought like. I just do you not notice the height restrictions for like uh, fairground <laughs> rides and stuff? You're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I do. You like can't walk past it because you're like hitting your head into it. I don't know what that is. No, I just, I don't, I don't know. I have got an explanation for it. I, just, I, I just, wish we had one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So sorry to carry on. Uh, mm. In 1913, Oktoberfest's largest beer tent was pitched, the 59,000 square foot. Scarbrushel tent, mm. which could hold up to twelve thousand guests. That's Jeez. a fucking big tent. That's a big holiday, big family holiday. Get yourself a Blierschlerschen tent, and you will be. I think it's pronounced Scarbrushel. Scarbrushel tent. You could take twelve thousands of your family, and all go on a camp. That was named sick. after the daughter of the uh, of the score family. Oh, was she big? Uh, was she a big lady? She was... Is that why? <laughs> <is that laughs> <like> 12,000 <laughs> people inside 12,000 people inside her. <laughs> uh, the score family, they were a bit what eccentric. A whore. <laughs> they were a bit eccentric, this family, and they were said to drink beer every evening on horseback. Okay, fair enough. But it's the family like brewery. They were just driving, like, Woo! Don't drink and, and, and... Don't drink and ride. And d don't drink and trot. <laughs> Uh, obviously, 
well, I, I don't know if some people know about this, but this small event called the First World War happened in 1914. Very and small event, yeah. Put a bit of a, put a bit of an, uh, you know, stuck the rudder in a little bit into the plan. Mm. So, yeah, it wasn't on for the First World War, uh, very understandably. Um, and a, a lot of things, well, I don't think people forget it, but obviously, basically, after the, the, um, after the First World War, Germany was pretty much financially crippled. So, and this is, this was actually from uh, Time magazine that I was reading. So this is in 1923, 1924. So we're talking, what's that, seven years after the, sorry, five years after the um, end of the First World mm. War. Hyperinflation had uh, scorched the festivities for two consecutive years uh, when, according to PBS, uh, the exchange rate was one trillion marks to one dollar. What? Meaning that a whole wheelbarrow full of money couldn't buy you a newspaper. Jesus Christ. So if essentially the currency in Germany was worth so little compared to everywhere else in the world. They were like financially yeah, they were dreadful. But I mean, that was partly inflicted upon them for the atrocities. Yeah, that they caused. You yeah. know, um, and whatever. But it, it got a little bit darker than that. <laughs> oh, uh, God damn it. Uh, when a certain Mr. Hitler... Ah, uh, that classic fool. ...rose up uh, through the, you know, through the ranks in German politics, yeah. which in itself is quite scary. Yeah. Uh, and the, the first thing he did was he banned uh, any Jewish people from working or going to the event from 1933. Oh, that's not very nice. Six it? years before the war had even started, he was really not a fan and um he he renamed the festival the greater german festival oh yeah that guy it had just his, it had reeks of so far up his ass it was unreal that he could smell his own shit do you know what i mean like yeah. jesus christ what why would you call it that the greater german well because it's all about you know we're superior to everybody else yeah, but, but it's just, just it's about the people though isn't it well it's you know not I mean? he doesn't want well, no, he, doesn't he want just, wants, he just, yeah, he just wants german people yeah, yeah jesus uh so yeah that guy was a real asshole and it was also used at that time to peddle a huge amount of propaganda of century by the way yeah i was a real asshole <laughs> yeah he was not a nice piece of work yeah. uh, but yeah it was used obviously at that time to you know, you're flooding people with booze mm. and food, and you're also basically getting and because you know this thing typically runs. I think at the, at, the, at the beginning it was eight days, but it then went on to more like two weeks. Mm. You're getting basically two weeks of time to just throw propaganda down people's throats. That's true. Along yeah. with the beer and the food, and I think obviously this being in Munich as well is like a, a huge place for for. It's like one of Germany's main cities. Mm. So you're looking at like how influential that'll be as well so uh i didn't uh, there's a book about it actually mm. about like how these events and stuff are used to like basically put that forward but you know the nazis lost uh thank god and um it, it sort of made a comeback in 1948 which i ah. thought was quite soon that after, very soon after, after the, the war. war yeah <clears throat> um and it was originally named the autumn fest That's which i think nice. is quite That's a nice, very nice name. actually because uh, it is in the autumn yeah, leaves are falling. But then returned as Oktoberfest in 1950, so it made ah. a comeback, and it has stayed as that ever since then. But we're not completely out of the sad stuff, unfortunately, oh. as uh, the Nazis popped up again. Like what after the war? Uh, well, no, but one did. Uh, a neo-Nazi extremist detonated a hand grenade 
packed with nails oh. in the celebration and it, and it killed 13 people and oh my God. wounded more than 200. So, yeah, what oh an arsehole. Yeah. Um, but that is, uh, you know, the end of the sad stuff for this. Yeah. Um, and it's the beginning of the good parts of it. So, I mean, we've already sort of gone over the fact that obviously this is a huge drinking mm. festival essentially but it was also the hub of a lot of tolerance as well as uh, diversity and this shocked me when I read it so I've written down here the festival has been the hub of diversity and acceptance the 1970s saw gay organisations implement gay days at Oktoberfest wow. with all creeds and races of people joyfully attending the gathering every year so like, this is 1970 like that to me is fucking insane mm. that they were just like, yeah, you know, well, yeah, it's the fa- in, it was yeah. very forward in yeah. some ways for the time. It's like you had like summer of love and all that sort of shit, like the, in in sixty nine or whatever. But it's like, oh, this is very nice. They've yeah. just decided to open this up, and this was obviously when um, this was West Germany that mm. Munich fell under after mm. the because after obviously the war it split and. You know, they were kind of like enjoying the fact that they had like freedoms and yeah. things like this. So, yeah, I just thought, fucking hell, that's insane that that's been a part of it. Because obviously, I think one of the things that is commonly associated with beer is the fact, oh, manly, yeah. manly. But then this has just been like, yeah, it's, like, it's open to everybody. Everyone, yeah. Of all races and creeds and stuff. And I thought, that is fucking cool. Yeah. And uh, just a funny thing that I thought happened is uh, Paris Hilton was banned from it. Uh, <laughs> Paris Hilton was banned from it? Yeah. Like. Uh, officials banned American heiress Paris Hilton from attending Oktoberfest the year she appeared in Munich wearing a Durandal to promote a her... <laughs> <laughs> to promote I don't want to know what that is. To promote her newly launched canned wine. Although the festival does have a wine tent. This is the thing as well with Oktoberfest. Is it's, it's not just beer. Yeah, yeah you get your... Other, you get wine, your cider. It's... It's a this a big celebration mm. and stuff, and uh, may I quickly add, um, German wine Hock mm. is my favourite white wine. Ah, it's amazing. I like Australian white wine. It's quite nice. Yeah, piss off. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, although the festival had a wine tent, they they didn't appreciate Paris Hilton's self-promotion no. and they said it cheapened the event which I can't help but agree with I think any event where Paris Hilton is involved in is pretty cheap I just want to quickly look up what a um, a Durandal is I kind of want to know I, I, I feel like it's it's going to be very racist well not no, racist not racist no if you wear one no it's just like a it's like a kind of Oh, is it just a? It's just well, a dress. Like the, oh, yeah, like maybe a, she was just doing coke. It's off the name of, the of a dress. traditional feminine dress uh, of Bavarian descent. Ah, and Austria, sorry. So, I mean, I can I can see why that would upset them a bit. Yeah, because she's a real piece of work though. That Paris, yeah, Hilton, and uh, pa- Paris, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and got into a room together would be pretty pretty tragic. That'd be a very cheap room. Smell of wine and cheap perfume. I've heard quite a lot of people like Paris Hilton though. Now like, apparently she's not. I, mean, I don't really know why people didn't like her. I can't really I remember she's just Paris Hilton. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just some people in this world are just Paris Hiltons, and others others are not. I think she's just that classic bimbo, wasn't she? Mm. So anyway, uh, basically, this is the end statement from All That's Interesting. Yes. And it says, as it stands, Oktoberfest makes the city of Munich one point. 
1.43 billion in tourism per year. That's a lot of money. And this is that's a two-week inc- festival. That's an incredible amount of money. Yeah. It's no surprise, really, between flights, hotels and beer tents at the fest, some of which can fit up to 11,000 people. So they can't fit the 12,000. <laughs> no, no, not like the Yashika Museum there. They could. They could one time. <laughs> <laughs> in total, around 1.98 million gallons of beer are consumed over the two-week period every year. So, I mean, they're trashing the 100-year anniversary. Yeah. Um, by doing that. For those more interested in the food, there are 510,000 whole roast chickens and 60,000 sausages that are consumed. So they are... Jesus. I wouldn't have thought roast chicken would be the most thing, but I guess it's like the drumsticks. Yeah, 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 like the big, big chicken. Oh, yeah, uh, I have my drumstick. Fun, here's a fun fact for you um, about chickens, is that uh, <laughs> there's 7 billion people in this world, but there's something daft like 25 billion chickens in the world. So if the chickens ever got and was like, oh, we're going to... If they ever evolved to be really smart, they could they could outnumber us like five to one. Yeah, but how many people do you? How many chickens do you think you could take down personally? I think I could. I think I could kill about six in one go. I think I think six is obviously only if they are attacking me. I'm talking if this if this thing had a knife if this thing had a knife and if one of them had a gun to my head. No, 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 they were like and I like karate chopped it in the chicken breast. Yeah, and then (laughs) I sort of like. Like they like walk around with Colonel Sanders's head on like <laughs> on like a stick. And then they have like human and they, like, arms. Kentucky in, fried humans. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's all like human arms just stuck out the side of a bowl. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Jesus. Uh sorry. <laughs> sorry god, yeah. I'm surprised that chickens are more popular than sausages. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the general cost for an American who wants to fly out to the festivities is around $5,000, which in, Jesus. in UK pounds is obviously about yeah. 4.5,000. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's crazy. That means I mean, that's the flights, though. In Beer Fest, they must have spent 10 grand. That's, I think... They, had, a, they had an unacceptable amount of money to fuck about on that film. Yeah. Also like to they, say, yeah, they did own a bar, though. They didn't own that Not journey. a very successful one. No, I know. No one was in there, and other than that weird slutty grandma. <laughs> uh, over the past 210 years, Oktoberfest has been cancelled because of World War Two, World War One, hyperinflation after World War One, two cholera outbreaks, the Austro-Prussian <laughs> War, the Franco-Prussian War, and the Napoleonic War. Yet after every crisis subsides, the festival is rolled out into town to lighten the wallet and fill the bellies of locals and tourists alike. Amen. You know what? Good on him. I, I think it's great. I I mean, I've kind of always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go. I think Germany... Maybe we should... If this whole coronavirus <laughs> thing's blown over, if not, year after... Yeah, we should book go. Book your bloody tickets. I mean, it won't cost that much to get to Munich for us. No. No. I think I'd like to go. I, I like German beer. German beer is very nice. Some of my... top notch. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but, you know, I think it's pretty bloody good. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just all good. It just seems like a happy place. Yeah, I don't think you can ever do anything. Oh, sorry. No, I just think you can do anything like... You can have a bad bad time, though, I don't think. I think you'd always be singing and, and dancing. I just found that in, like, 1.43 billion in two weeks. Like, Im- imagine That's working it. It must be fucking mad. It'd be like, instead of, like, having, like, five people deep at the bar, you'd how be, like... You even, you'd how be do you like, even, like, manage an event like that? Like, I, it must just be... Absolute ca- like the amount of fights and drunkenness and like the amount of some bars can't have 
100 people in them without like six fights starting. Mm. You know, how do they do it? In I think the Germans just 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 have it have it unlocked. Do you know what I mean? And actually, this kind of links to what we've been watching, but um, uh, impractical jokers. Uh, what's the what's the name of the big guy in that? Sal. No, not Q. Sal. Yeah, Q. Yeah. Uh, he had to be bailed out of uh, out of um, custody because he got into a fight with an Australian man at ah. Oktoberfest. That was just pure coincidence that I was uh, reading some trivia ah. <laughs> uh, this morning, <laughs> and I found that. Um, so I thought I'd just, I mean, I said, this is very impromptu, and the only way to really find out more is to watch Beer Fest, the movie, yeah. so please, <laughs> please watch that film. Um, but I thought And now, if Beer Fest director hears this podcast and wants to give us some money for promoting his film, huh? Uh, or wing, wing. to be in his next film, or to be in his next where film, where we go over to, we go over to, like, Texan fest. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of Texans. To return our Texan yeah. grandpa's ashes. Yeah. And to throw one last Johnny, steak on yeah. that grill. Yeah. And we'll, we'll wear cowboy hats. But, yeah, no. Um, but, yeah, no. It, it, it's, it's a terrible film, but you should give it a watch because it is quite funny in certain parts. <clears throat> okay, so I thought I'd just end this with talking about the UK. Oh, uh, classic. So, yeah, well, I've got to get it back to the relevant thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did beer first. It would be bloody, bloody better than oh, yes, Germans. We did, we did, we did Charlie, yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, what do you think? Oh, oh sorry. This is a bit no, of trivia. What, oh, okay. You've probably seen it I didn't, see, I didn't see anything. What do you think is the most popular brand of beer in the UK? Uh, I think I did see that one. Was it Carlsberg? Carling. Ah, oh, was it? You were wrong. They sell, and you've got to, you've got to try and figure out what a hectoliter is first. That's eight. Is it? Eight he- hectagon. I mean, has no. That's oct hect hex hect six six liters. A hectoliter is six liters. If I'm right. No, it's not. Oh. You're completely wrong. <laughs> what is it? A, uh, a metric unit of capacity equal to 100 litres. Ah, well. Yes. Okay. They sold 2,944,000. I can't even fucking read. They basically sold 3 million hectolitres of carling in oh. 2019. You probably bought a fair few of them. No, I well, probably bought a fair To be few. fair, I think Shame 2018, they probably done even more than I mean, that with the World Cup. Isn't that insane, though? And that was less, uh, that was down 3.4% on the previous year, but that had been the year of the World Cup. Um, Foster's, second. Foster's is second? Yeah, yeah one, that's terrible. 1,800,000 hectolitres. Uh, then Carlsberg, at just under a million. Ah, yeah, my boys. Now, do you want to guess what, like, so this is the top, Ten. Okay. What else do you want to guess is in there? I reckon Heineken is in the top ten, and I reckon what? So how many have we gone down? Four. Carlsberg was four. Yeah. I want to say no. Sorry, Carlsberg was third. I want to say Heineken is fifth. No. Is it fourth? No. Is it sixth? No. Is it eighth? No. Is it seventh? No. Ninth? No. Tenth? Yeah. Only. Uh, oh. Only three hundred sixty-five thousand. Oh, I thought that was. Is oh. Amstel there? It is. In number eight. Yeah. 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 
Uh, yeah, bits. I mean, uh, in a way, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised by Amstel because I never really heard of Amstel before I came to uni. Mm. That wasn't really a thing I ever drank. So no, it's not really a thing down south. That's why you don't have a lot of Amstels down south. Heineken, on the <laughs> other hand, is fucking everywhere. Um, yeah. So to go off the rest of them, Peroni fourth. Ugh, that makes me have have a bad stomach. Oh, I like real, Peroni. Real big Cause gas. light fifth. Cause that is. Probably my least favourite beer. And that has gone up hugely. So that's gone up by 10%. But I don't know why that is. I, I think it's Probably because... Weird out, uh, well, it's because it's meant to be like lower calories. Mm. Um, Phoebe, who I used to live with, mm. used to order them all the time. And I was like, why are you doing it? And it's because they drank one that's always sunny. And it wasn't ah. for any genuine reason. It was just because of that. Uh, Stella Artois, after that. Oh, I would have said Stella would have been way higher up there. Yeah, I mean, I like a guy down here bows you. Yeah, but then you, then you think that like maybe its reputation has been a bit of yeah, a naggy beer. Yeah, maybe he's going against it. Yeah. Tenants Lager, is it on the top ten? Yes, because I mean that's like the lager. That's not the ah, right, that's okay. not the super brew. Um, Amstel, San Miguel, San Miguel, I'm and then Heineken, San Miguel. and uh, that rounds it off. But there's a huge difference there between, um, like I mean, even. Really, Carlsberg and Foster's, there's nearly a million hectolitres in difference in volume. Mm. So I'm, I'm a bit sad about that because I mean, does it surprise Foster's you though? Is shit. Yeah, but I mean, we're a country with terrible taste. That's very really. true. That is very true. Um, so to finish things off, uh, we're gonna just go through the usual, the usual old segment. Yeah, the of, spiel. Uh, avoiding reading, watching, listening to, etc. Um, I'll kick it off. Mm. I'm still reading the same book. If you listen to this, you'll know what book I'm talking about. <clears throat> but I'm I'm at the halfway point. We're halfway there. Whoa, oh. We're living, living on in 1984. Yes. Um, uh, in terms of what I've been watching, um, we've been watching that film, and I'd like to mention we haven't actually finished it. Yeah, we um, haven't finished it fully. But we've sat, we've tried to have two sittings of it, and we, we're still at, we're still at life. First we've still got about an hour asleep. left. We both fell asleep. No, you fell asleep. Oh, I, fell I, I watched on, mate. I was I was kind of digging it, and then I was like, wow, is it, is it weird that I'm watching Beer Fest without my homie? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I watched that, and then also just been watching a lot of... Um, Practical Jokers. Practical Jokers, because yeah, it's... Uh, couple of days. I actually got a text from our neighbour last night, and she said, um, I can hear you laughing, and she could hear us laughing, and they were talking about it in the group chat. And Tina was like, who the fuck's laughing? And then um, Trudy was like, oh, that's Nathan's laugh, obviously. And then uh, I was like, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, I've got no shame in it. I don't care if you can hear us laughing. Fucking Impractical Jokers, funny as shit. Love it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and other than that, I haven't really been watching anything else. In fact... I can't think of anything. I've been I've been playing Fallout Three for most of the week. Yeah, so. I've been watching Callum play Fallout Three sometimes. I've been at work. It's been quite fun. It's been quite fun watching you shoot the heads off of of uh, ghouls. ghouls. And you've been uh, also rewatching Peaky Blinders. I have been rewatching Peaky Blinders. I've been thoroughly enjoying it because it's literally because they put something on Netflix the other day where it was like season five's coming back, and I was like, oh, cracking season. Um, every season of that show is in unbelievably good. Um, we started rewatching. I'm, I'm on season three. I'm halfway through season three at the moment. I think. Oh no, two episodes into season three. Um, oh blimey! Oh blimey! Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it though. Again, um, actually, I've, I've probably rewatched that show like four or five times. But it's just every episode. Like you still, 
like some parts in it I know what's gonna happen but I get still get really nervous and I'm like oh no no what's gonna happen but then I'm like oh I already know what's gonna happen how silly oh um, shoulders falling over oh um, he'd like a brass verse <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a pint of pilsner a pint of pilsner before he knocks Bobby Blue on the head with his old rolling pin <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something about the Birmingham accent that is just it's mm. so slow. Something about the fact that I've mastered it for yeah. such a little time. Um, to be fair, you do sound like the vultures out of Jungle Book when you yeah. do that. Because they're meant to be they were meant to be based off of the Beatles, but they Yes they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um I haven't been reading much, um, apart from uh nothing really. Uh, apart from like people's emails and and, 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 and and cases and things like that. Um Oh, crime cases. Listening to, though, I've been listening to the Rack and Tours the past couple of days. Very, very much, fans. very much enjoying that. Um, Here comes a Sunday driver. Big tunes. Um, and yeah, a lot of uh, Tom Jones as well. <laughs> Weirdly, a lot of Tom Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard it a lot. When it, it, Nathan has a shower, I can sometimes just hear the. Spy on me, baby, you said lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything, anything else? Uh, not a lot really um, I've got some uh, uh, I think I might have some uh, People's thoughts I'm getting a bit annoyed though Because It's pretty much Pretty dead uh, On the old Instagram at the moment When I've um, Asked Like You know Today Everyone around about anything When I put a photo of you up Seven or eight responses no, I put a photo of myself up On there Two responses one of them was that hat you're wearing in this picture is shit, and your brother won't stop FaceTiming me. So really, not a great response out there. Kieran, think of something better. Have better banter because you're not that funny. <clears throat> Ouch. Sorry. She does actually listen to these podcasts, so I hope she hears that. And uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and. Got her good. Um, what have I been listening to? I hear you've asked me, Nathan. Yeah, I've been listening to Tame Impala's live album mm. uh, from 2014, which is really fucking good, mm. and it's like really, it's recorded really well, and like the songs really hit hard, like as in like they sound a lot bigger than some of the stuff uh, in studio, which it, I don't know kind of how, but I guess it's because they've like been able to like really beef it up live. Mm. Um, uh, I've been listening to. Oh, some friends have some music out. Harry, Harry Jordan and Joe's band E. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw they've got a track uh, out. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and that's really good. Very, very like kind of. It's very summery tunes. Mm. To be fair, it's getting me. Into I do music. actually need to listen to that. I've not actually listened to it yet, but I did like their post. That's all that counts yeah. these days. Um, and my friends Green Gardens have also been smashing out songs, and they've they've brought out a, a lovely song. Um, about being buried in snow. Ah, perfect time of the year for that. I've brought that up to them <laughs> because they recorded it in like they rec- they recorded it near some like mountains in Wales. They did ah. a very cool thing. They like Led Zeppelin it and they like got a little cottage in the middle of nowhere, drove all their gear there, and then that's sat in cool. there recording for a week. And I was like, that is how you record that's, some bots. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um. I've been listening to the Cage the Elephant Unpeeled album. Like great, really acoustic great one. album. I just really like the album cover of the girl licking a passion fruit. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's it's, it's sexy. It's sexy. It's, it's very sensual. I need, I'm trying to find. I I'm wish a girl to, like, would do lick something a passion a bit, fruit for me. I'm trying to find um, 
someone to like take a photo like that of themselves in quarantine for my next single art. So if anybody listening yeah, could take that, a yeah. photo of themselves eating a passion fruit uh, on like a Polaroid camera, fantastic. Or what about a different type of fruit? Because you don't really want to get ripped off by Casey Anthony, do you know what I mean? They can't, you can't copyright a passion fruit. No, but like, what about like a tangerine? Because you fit more of that in your mouth. <laughs> I've to boast. I've taught a boy with a tangerine the size of a rogue. No, it's the wrong way round. No, no, this is a different boy. I was at the supermarket. Because I have to do all the shopping because I'm, I'm Alfred Pennyworth. I saw oh, a boy saw with a, a banana <laughs> the size of a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it at me in the supermarket and it flew back to me. <laughs> and that's where I got the idea for the batarang. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been listening to that and then a bit of Alabama shakes. I've been listening to a lot of kind of like southern... America, not South American, like <laughs> Southern Latino States, <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of Southern States kind of like rock and roll. Oh yeah, actually, to be fair, I've been having a bit of country music vibes recently. Sam uh, Sam Hunt, very good country music singer. I very much like his music. Body like a back road, <laughs> big tune. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, just to um, to do out the episode. Uh, I'll do it in Alfred's voice. No, okay, Alfred. Is there anything you want to add? No, Alfred. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Wade, it has been my honour to do this podcast for you all today. <laughs> and I would love nothing more than you to share it with your friends. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe, if you could like our page on Instagram <laughs> or Facebook, and if you're a new listener out there, then I just want you to know we appreciate you tuning in. Now, stay safe as I wrestle a tangerine out of a child. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Bruce Wayne.